This is the Overdue Homework Podcast. Welcome to the show. That's Trav. I'm Drew. And I'm Trav. This is the Overdue Homework Podcast, and we are here to give you our opinions on 80s and 90s media. Please feel free to contact us at overduehomeworkpodcast at gmail.com. Trav, how are you doing? Pretty good, Drew. I've had a couple weeks off. Last week was awesome. It was celebrating our 10-year anniversaries. We went and had some fun. Congratulations. This week is taking care of my dad after knee surgery, so that's not so awesome. (laughs) Not so awesome. uh, I am glad that I was able to get off work and help him because he needs the help. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, how about you, Drew? Um, I'm doing really good. We got back from vacation also. Me and the fam, we went to uh, a lake house. So that was fun with uh, some extended family members on my wife's side. So lots of family time. Nice. Uh, it was cool. Uh, the lake wasn't for swimming, though. So sure. we didn't get to get in the lake at all, but it was still really nice. We were fun. up in Duluth, so we were at Lake Superior, and there's a seven-mile-long beach. And nice. the water was amazing. I bet. Super freezing. I but bet. it was amazing. Yeah, Superior is like notoriously cold like all year round, yeah. no matter what. It's yeah. not like... What did they say in off the coast of Hawaii they, or uh, uh, Florida? They had 100-degree ocean temperatures or something? Jeez, it's like a crap. warm bath. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. That'd be so weird to go into water that's potentially warmer than the air temperature. Yeah, no, that's, that's no, thank you. weird. That's very, very weird. <laughs> Defeats the purpose for me. It really does. That's very, very weird. Um. Yeah, so in the preparation for this podcast, I used a few articles. Uh, one was from the New York Post, which was nypost.com, and that was by Samantha Ibrahim. One was from slashfilm.com, and that was by Matt Rainis. R-I-A-R-A-I-N-I-S, Rainis, Rainis, Rainis. And one from screenrat.com, and that was by Rose Grace Selling Moore. That's quite the name. Something. Couldn't help but think he said anus. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of did. I kind of did. I'm not going to lie. Um, our homework review today is for Billy Madison. That came out in 1995. It was directed by Tamara Davis, written by Tim Hirely and Adam Sandler, starring Adam Sandler, of course, as Billy Madison. Uh, so, interestingly <clears throat> enough, Sandler had to force himself to look away from harsh reviews about Billy Madison, uh, basically to save his sanity. Yeah. Um, his... It, it was his screenwriting debut, this movie was, and it was his f- the first feature film that he wrote with his collaborator, collaborator Tim Hirely. Uh, so when Billy Madison came out, Adam and his friends who wrote it were like, oh yeah, they're going to write it, and they're going to write about it in New York. It's going to be cra- great. It's going to be all over the papers in New York City, right? Uh, they read the re- first review and said, oh my God, what happened? They hate us. <laughs> <laughs> Reviews were pretty bad, to say the least, I Jeez. guess. Uh, Sandler said 90% of the papers are going, this is complete garbage. Uh, he said the reviews really stung and that all he could think about was the fact that his grandmother was going to read what these critics had to say about his movie. Yeah. <laughs> so he opted not to read any more reviews after that. <laughs> Probably a good plan. Probably a good plan. <laughs> That's funny that it's Tim Hurley that he did this with because mm-hmm. the Hurley boys is the thing in uh, Saturday Night Live. Where oh, yes, it is, isn't Chris it? Chris Hurley is trying to get him, Adam Sandler, to go take care of people's houses yeah. while they're gone. That's the hilarious. Hurley boys. That's hilarious. Let him sleep in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome. Uh, we have Darren McGavin as Brian Madsen, uh, Bridget Wilson as Veronica Vaughn, uh, Bradley Whitford as Eric Gordon, Josh Mostel as Principal Max Anderson, Norm MacDonald as Frank, Jim Downey as Principal slash Judge of the Decathlon, 
Uh, Robert Smigel as Mr. Oblasky, the science teacher. Uh, Steve Buscemi as Danny McGrath, which was uncredited. And Chris Farley as the bus driver, also uncredited. Crazy. Uh, this <clears throat> movie was distributed by Universal Pictures, and its release date was February 10th, 1995. Uh, you want to talk about the music for a second Let's before talk we about get it. into it? Uh, some really cool, like, you know, like 80s, 90s music. That was just really, really fun. Good really fun to listen to in this movie. It was a, a cool, uh, it was cool that they got to use that music. Like, I'll Tumber For You by the Culture Club. Uh, absolutely loved it when Billy's dancing down the stairs. Oh, yeah. Uh, Beat on the Brat, which was super appropriate by the Ramones for the dodgeball yeah. scene. Uh, ABC by the Jackson 5. I mean, what's a better montage song than ABC? <laughs> Uh, I'm not the one by the cars, which is it's a telling name for the scene during the Valentine scene, right? I'm not the one, yeah. Principal Anderson. I'm, I'm not, not the, the one. <laughs> and then, of course, super iconic, the stroke when he pulls up to high school. Obviously, it's it's I, it became a running gag for people at my high school to pull up to the front door blaring the stroke because of this movie. Yeah. Uh, and then the telephone line by the Electric Light Orchestra when he makes that phone call to Danny, which I love in that scene when Danny answers the phone, uh, the song says hello as he's saying hello also. Oh, nice. And then when Billy replies, the song says, how are you? So it's like, <laughs> I, I like that. It's it's pretty darn cool to me. Renegade by Styx. I love that song. And it's Obviously. pretty appropriate for when he hits the booze again. And he clearly loves Styx because yes. that's in multiple movies. Yes. Styx and REO. Is yeah. Lots of uh, Sandler movies. And then Old John Bradalum by Sharon, Lois, and Bram. Uh, that's when Billy's doing the uh, uh, crafts with the kids and he's eating the paste. Do you remember the elephant show on Nickelodeon at all? Uh-uh. So Sharon, Lois, and Bram had a show on Nickelodeon called The Elephant Show. And I just remember watching it as a kid. And the Skinnamarinkadink song, that's where that came from. That's their song. So that's kind of interesting if you didn't know where that came from. Yeah, that's crazy. Sharon, Lois, and Bram. And back to Lose that Robert Smigel, the chemistry yep. teacher, the Borophil. Yep. Uh, I just found out yesterday watching a documentary that he was the voice of the Critic dog, yeah, like the Triumph the Insult comic dog. That <laughs> yeah. was his. That's his character. That's so weird. Yeah, very funny, very funny. He had a lot to. I mean, that originated on Conan O'Brien's late night show yep. in the nineties, and he also did the the thing where he was the lips when he when Conan would interview like Bill Clinton oh, and okay. random people, and it was just you know a cut out of their face yep. and then the lips behind. He was always the lips. That's that was hilarious. that was him. That was him. that was some funny stuff when he would be Clinton. Woo! Oh <laughs> man, I'm gonna go watch that on YouTube now. That's for sure. Uh, should we get to the movie now? We should. Let's do it. Of course, Billy Madison opens up at the Madison's home. Uh, the Madison Mansion is also Professor X, Professor X's school for the gifted. I did not know that. That's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. Uh, the actual house is called Parkwood Estates. Uh, it's a popular, popular, popular. It's popular. A, it's, a, it's a popular filming location. Oh, uh, totally tubular, <laughs> dude. Located in Oshawa, Ontario. Uh, the house and grounds have appeared in a huge range of films and TV series, as well as acting as Professor X, Professor X's school for the gifted in 2000's X-Men. Uh, it's the house that Dennis Leary breaks into in The Ref. Have you ever seen The Ref? No. Nope. We should get to that one sometime. It's it's a surprisingly funny movie. He breaks into, I, if I remember right, he breaks into a home to burglarize it, but the family's still home, and then he holds them hostage the whole movie. Uh, and it's just Dennis Leary being crazy, Dennis Why is Leary. it called The Ref? I wish I could remember. <laughs> I was thinking, what sport is this about? Nope. Nope. <laughs> it also appears in Hemlock Grove, whatever that is, Hannibal, Nikita. I remember Nikita on, it was one of those TV shows in the 90s on, uh, 
on USA because there's a movie called La Femme Nikita oh, as okay. a foreign film, and then it got made into a television series on USA. USA. Nikita. Queer as Folk and Bulletproof Monk. Um, it's also a popular wedding venue, so there you go, Trav. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there you go. Book Canada. It, book it now. You could have dual citizenship. <laughs> Uh, Billy Madison, he's a carefree, immature man in his 20s. Uh, He lives off his wealthy father, uh, Brian Madison, and his fortune. Yeah. Uh, He spends his days goofing around, partying, and showing no interest in growing up or taking responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Suntan lotion, good for me. You protect me, (laughs) tee-tee. Ultraviolet rays. Bad lotion, good. (laughs) (laughs) Smiley. (laughs) And you know what? Today is the same as every other day for Billy, except for one thing. Something important. Is it to have five daiquiris? What day is today? (laughs) Uh, October. (laughs) It's Nudie Magazine Day. (laughs) And off Billy goes in his golf cart, nearly running down the help in the process. (laughs) Yeah, runs over flowers. (laughs) Well, you're a quick one. (laughs) And then the nudie magazine chant, nudie magazine day, nudie magazine day, of course, is is the best. Uh, Well, what do we have in the mailbox? She-male fiesta? (laughs) (laughs) I sit, I pee sitting down, or do I? (laughs) That's uh, That's rough. uh, (laughs) Women over 80, wrinkled skin, wrinkled sheets. Grandma's G spot. <laughs> and the winner, drunk chicks. Drunk chicks. <laughs> so, what do you think the fourth magazine was? Because there was four. He had four in his hands. I could see it being like Grizzly Adams type like <laughs> <laughs> men because he does that in, in Happy Go. Yes, he does. He does. He does. It probably is. I wonder what that was. The world's going to never know, I yeah, don't think. I mean, if Drunk Chicks is the winner, it certainly can't be too good. <laughs> probably can't be good. But there's no time to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> it's too damn hot for a penguin to just be walking around here. <laughs> I got to send him back to the South Pole. <laughs> the chase is on at the sacrifice of the roses. And that dude there is the groundskeeper is not too happy about it. Uh, they do end up at the front door of the house. Uh, Call the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that line for the longest time, and then I realized he's telling somebody to call the zoo because of the penguin. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> duh, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> And Billy passes out at the front door. Not exactly a good look for these business people that are there, right? No. Do you love how he reaches out and just goes, leg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that had to be an ad lib. I hope that's, oh, a, definitely. I hope that's an ad lib. Uh, dinner's in 15 minutes, and he better go get ready to go. Uh, Juanita is an interesting gal, I think. Yes. <laughs> some yes. some uh, very fun comic relief in a comedy. Like, her stuff is so out of left field oh, every time, yeah. every time. Even though I know what she's going to say, every time it's just like, dang, that's hilarious. That boy is a fine piece of work. He's a fine piece of ass, though, too. <laughs> <laughs> she loves him. She does. She really does love him. Uh, it's dinner time, but Billy's holding up the show. Uh, luckily for Carl, he ate some Triscuit crackers in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you should have had some. Well, maybe if someone told me there were delicious Triscuit crackers, I could have enjoyed them with you. That was obviously from Eric. Uh, it must have been money-related, some money coming in from Nabisco to get them to talk about Triscuit on the screen, because yeah. that's such a weird line. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> such a weird line. And Carl just says, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, sorry doesn't put the Triscuit crackers in my mouth. Now does it, Carl? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> he loves those Triscuits. 
Um, so interestingly enough, with Eric's character, uh, Sandler wanted Bob Odenkirk to play Eric o- Gordon. That would have been amazing. It would have been good. Uh, and obviously, the role went to Bradley Whitford. Uh, Bob Odenkirk as this character. I mean, he's a completely no-name actor at the time, really, just True. a writer. At the, I mean, I suppose Mr. Show was on at the, on, on the air at the time, so he wasn't completely unknown, but mostly just a writer. It would have been interesting to see him do it, I guess. Uh, Brian Madison enters the dining room and has everyone sit for dinner. Uh, the role originally for Brian Madison was offered to Charles Bronson. Do you know who Charles Bronson is? I do not. So he is a pretty famous Western star. And then he had a whole bunch of movies that were one after another after another where he gained revenge on people. And I'm drawing a blank on it. So somebody email me with what that is. Yeah, please. Um, he turned down the role mostly because... His career was basically at an end. He's a very old man, would have been in his mid-70s, and probably had very little interest sure. in uh, doing uh, the movie. Plus, Brian is kind of a minor character in the film. True. He does, he's important to the plot, that's for sure, Brian right. is, because he's the reason everything's happening. He agrees to it. It's his company that's on the line. But, I mean, minor character, uh, Bronson's in his 70s. I could see why he'd be like, I don't want to be in some dumb movie with some comedy, some kid. I don't know who it is. Yeah. Uh, Brian at the table, uh, Brian Madison asks, uh, where's Billy? Well, he's on his way. I'm sure everyone will be very impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Billy's in the tub. Uh, Shampoo is better. I clean the hair. No conditioner is better. I leave the hair silky and smooth. Stop looking at me, Swan. <laughs> what a just that was completely ad libbed. Like it was just a sh- they were just like shooting him in the tub, and all that stuff was ad libbed by uh, Adam Sandler. That's awesome. And leave it in there. Why not? This Why movie not? is super goofy. Uh, Billy made it to dinner, slurping that soup. <laughs> hey, Carl, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> he really does present himself as quite the goon, doesn't he? Seriously. Immediately, it's it's almost hard to like him at this point. Oh, definitely. It's, it's pretty hard to like him. Sorry, Daddy. <laughs> 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 the gibberish is kind of hard to take it's super cringy to me in a way i'm just like ah, are you putting a hex on him yeah it was his shtick in the 90s and people <laughs> loved- <laughs> all the craziness <laughs> it was a shtick and i guess it was funny at the time but for me i don't think it really holds up very well the the gibberishness it certainly doesn't i mean the beginning lauren had never seen this so yeah. she's like what the hell is wrong with him <laughs> like, kind of hard to even comprehend yeah. like okay i get it that he's immature and he's been spoiled his whole life but there's got to be some sort of like respect factor <laughs> somewhere in there but apparently not apparently not the gibberish man um, Eric antagonizes Billy at the at the dinner table. I don't know how Brian didn't see him doing the things he was doing, especially when he come had on. the the parsley in his mouth. Yeah, okay, come it's, on. it's funny, but come on. <laughs> Brian has enough, and he kicks uh, Billy out of the house. Um, Billy ends up having dinner with his pals at the local burger joint. Uh, pickles on the window. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah. Have you ever tried it? I've, I've never tried it. I've never it. tried it, but I've seen it in more than just Billy Madison before. Really? I've yeah. never seen it before. My, what else is it in? I don't know, I've, but I've seen it in a different movie. That's crazy. I wonder if before, was it before? I think it's after Billy after. Madison. So maybe so. it's a, maybe it's an homage or people do it. Right. There's got to be some... The some route to them doing that as if maybe uh, Adam Sandler has done that in his past as a kid. Right. And for it to show up in another movie, it can't be just the direct homage to Billy Madison for like a three second scene. Yeah, it's going to be a thing that apparently we never did. I'm going to start doing it at I'm McDonald's. Start doing it. <laughs> Inside. Start doing it. <laughs> 
Uh, Billy isn't drinking, though. Come on, Billy. Why aren't you pounding him back? (laughs) He's not in the mood because his dad was yelling at him, a.k.a. AKA he's starting to see that he's a loser. Yeah, big time. (laughs) Um, Oh, one thing I want to comment on, too. Brian Madison at one point is said that his hotel empire is worth $24 million. That doesn't seem like enough money to have the gig that he's got going on, right? It does not. A massive palatial estate and servants and everywhere. All, the, all these workers. Yeah. yeah. That's, 20, there's no way. $24 million went a lot further in 1995. Apparently. I think. Apparently. But back to the, back to the movie. Um, hey, Billy, who would you rather bone? Meg Ryan or Jack Nicholson? Nicholson now or 1974? <laughs> 74. Hmm. Meg Ryan. <laughs> I love how confused Frank looks like, why would you choose Meg Ryan as Jack Nicholson? He's <laughs> yeah. like, what? Come on. <laughs> and he even says 74, so you would think that'd be the, okay, well then Nicholson. But yeah. It still goes it, Meg Ryan. It does also show that uh, Billy is like entertaining the idea that <laughs> yeah. at 1974, Jack Nicholson might be hotter than Meg Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I love how it's not weird at all to Billy. He's just right away <laughs> contemplating. 1974 Jack Nicholson or today? 74. <laughs> um, we get to move over to Brian Madison's billiard room. Uh, Brian is the CEO of the successful hotel chain. Um, he's considering retiring, but he, his conniving and manipula- manipulative right-hand man, Eric Gordon, is trying to convince him to reconsider. I mean, do you really want hotel employees to be speaking gibberish? Oh, Billy, when will you find what you're looking for? (laughs) He just stares off into the distance. (laughs) Uh, Flash to Billy and his pals, and they're out causing a ruckus. Here's a nice piece of shit. (laughs) He's going to shit when he realizes it's shit. (laughs) Who's got the lighter? Oh, my God. Old man Clements hates shit. <laughs> like, everybody hates shit. What are you talking about? Judas Priest, Martha, it's one of those flaming bags again. Don't put it out with your boot, Dad. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. <laughs> Call the fire department. This one's out of control. It's poop again. <laughs> he called the shit poop. <laughs> Funny. One of the funniest lines ever. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'll get you kids for I'll get you kids for this and you're all gonna die. <laughs> uh so after this night, Billy kinda ends up getting a little bit of a wake up call the next day. Uh, Brian has some very big news for him. Eric is pregnant? <laughs> oh, I can feel the little kicks in there. He's, this one's going to be a soccer player. <laughs> no, Brian is retiring, and he's leaving the company to Eric and not Billy. Uh, Billy's not a fan of that. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, Carl being the ultimate bro offers to help Billy, though, so that's pretty cool. Thanks, Carl. Carl's a cool dude. Carl's a cool dude, man. Uh, they had to convince him to play that part in a goofy manner. Like, he was going to play it completely straight and not be, like, un... Not be goofy about it at all, and they convinced him to like play it for comedy, be sure. funny. Not don't be a straight man, be yeah. funny. So that it really helps the movie. Carl's one of my favorite characters oh, in the movie. Hundred uh, percent. Billy thinks he can do it. Uh, I mean, he graduated high school, right? Yeah. <laughs> Only because his dad paid his way through high school and grade school. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> how can Brian hand his company over to Billy? Don't think about it. Just do it. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Don't think about it. Just do it. <laughs> just give me it. Uh, forget it. You have a busy day of daiquiris, Nintendos, and jack-off magazines. I like how Nintendos is pluralized. Cause yeah. <laughs> busy day of Nintendos. Nintendos. <laughs> but wait. Billy wants a chance to prove himself. 
Um, at first, Brian uh, doesn't really want to do it. Um, it wasn't just high school. Remember that spelling bee? Rock? R-O-K? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> it's R-O-C-K. Oh, the C is silent. <laughs> <laughs> Still doesn't know how to spell rock. Still doesn't know how to spell rock. Uh, Billy, though, proposes a challenge. He must go through all 12 grades in 24 weeks. Actually, only 11 grades in 24 weeks, weeks isn't it? Because he doesn't go, well, no, it'd still be 12 grades. Kindergarten makes it 13. Yep. Uh, 12 grades in 24 weeks and pass each grade's final exam to inherit the company. Uh, did you think of that? That's pretty good. You're on. <laughs> Have a nice weekend, son. You start school on Monday. So. <laughs> and then I'll tumble for you plays. I love the weirdness of it because yeah. Billy, Billy's like, oh, what, what, where's this yeah. music coming from? <laughs> Just such a weird thing to do. So they wrote into the script. Billy notices the music and then dances down the stairs. And right? then dances down the stairs. <laughs> love it. Uh, the next morning and it's time for the first day of school. Where's my snack pack? <laughs> You know I like my snack pack. Just give me a snack pack. <laughs> I thought I was your snack pack. <laughs> you better get those beautiful buns up that driveway. What a weirdo. <laughs> uh, Adam, Billy Madison, Adam Sandler looks like he legitimately had to stifle laughter while saying what a weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, Trav. Sing it with me. Oh, I will. Back to school. Back to school. To prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up. My boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school. Back to school. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, here comes that bus, and there goes that bus down the road. Because why the hell would they stop <laughs> to pick up this man holding a lunch bag? So the dude's probably like, I'm supposed to pick up a kid here, but that's oh, like a 30-year-old so. man, so well, I'm just driving by. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Uh, Billy goes back to the first grade at the local elementary with help from a ride from his dad. Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. Also, do you think that bus driver was Chris Farley and he just drove right past him? I mean, it would make sense that it would be. I wish that it would have. They would have flashed something to the uh, cab of the bus driver, being like, "What the hell is that guy doing?" Yeah. Just something. You know, that would have been funny. That would have been good. Uh, so Billy's at school. Uh, it's going to be a whole bunch of hilarious, uh, situations. He's going to connect with some kids and he's going to try to fit in with his much younger classmates. Yeah. But first we meet Veronica Van. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh will, will you be going to class today too? I'll be going to class to teach. How about I'll, you? I'll be going to class to learn. Oh, you must be Billy Madison. Uh, yes, I am. Don't you think it's a little pathetic the only reason you get a second chance at school is because of who your father is? Yes, I do. <laughs> well, at least you know. <laughs> By the end of that conversation, she seems like she's a little bit into him, even yeah, then, right? <laughs> that's funny, because literally right after that line, Lauren said, let me guess, she eventually falls for him. Of course. Of course, obviously. <laughs> well, it's the hot lead in a Adam Sandler in movie. In an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> of course they're going to fall in love. <laughs> that wasn't established quite yet, because this is his first you know, movie, but yeah. it is established now in this movie. It is a running theme. <laughs> Uh, Billy finally makes it to his classroom. Hey, mister, guess what I had for breakfast? Beans. <laughs> Scotty likes beans, don't you, Scotty? <laughs> 
Billy gets introduced to the whole class, and he's welcomed with open arms, quite literally. Yeah. Uh, Miss Lippy is most certainly an odd duck. Yeah, she's a very stereotypical young kid teacher. It seems like definitely. Uh, they have story time, and Billy is taking it very, very silly. Whoa, seriously. whoa, whoa, Miss Lippy! <laughs> I don't like that the little boy gave up for this puppy after what an hour. You don't give up after an hour of looking. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. I think it's time to play dodgeball. <laughs> That's such a great, <laughs> great. Just, she's like, okay, let's go make the kids forget about that. <laughs> dodgeball time. Uh, dodgeball is fun and it should be a good time for everyone, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Billy's out before the game can even start. You're out. Oh, Doyle rules. Oh, Doyle rules. <laughs> uh, so Billy goes back inside and he bis- busts Miss Lippy doing some interpretive dance. I'm out. I'm up. <laughs> Uh, dodgeball time is a special time, not just for boys and girls, but Miss Lippy too. So she ushers Billy right back outside. Yeah. <laughs> now you're all in big trouble because he catches the ball. Right yes, away. he catches and the ball right away. Pretty much a wrap for all these children. <laughs> and what school would ever let this happen? <laughs> I mean, even without Billy, there just unattended recesses don't ever. I don't ever remember not no. having a teacher out there watching kids for <laughs> no. recess, but the fact that you got a 30-year-old man out there who you know is playing dodgeball with these kids, ah, whatever. <laughs> Slippy's got some dancing to do. She does. She certainly does. The funny thing about that scene is Sandler was not faking those throws, apparently. Nice. Um, he was throwing the ball as hard as he could. <laughs> Uh, those cries of ouch and stuff that you hear are the real cries of those children, apparently. Uh, many of the kids cried when the scene was being filmed, causing the director having to cut away from their faces so it wouldn't be shown in the finished product. <laughs> That's savage, but <laughs> hilarious. Savage. Uh, it plays to good effect, I guess, in the movie. Yeah, in the yeah. movie. <laughs> well, thankfully for those children, it is now lunchtime. Mortal Kombat on Sega Genesis is the best video game ever. I disagree. It's a very good game, but I think Donkey Kong is the best video game ever. Donkey Kong sucks. You know something? You suck! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Crafts are next, and Billy loves that paste. Um, It's particularly funny how he offers it to that little girl. Even the little girl's like, "Uh, no. (laughs) What are you doing, dummy? (laughs) What are you doing? I'm not going to eat the paste. No, thank you. Um, just as quickly as the day started, it's ending, and Billy's first day of school is in the books. Uh, Billy runs into one of his classmates' mothers. Is she hot? Oh, I mean... In like a mid-90s kind of way? Yeah. <laughs> by, by the end of the movie, yeah. <laughs> no. Not, not, not. Uh, the, the mucus bu- queen. The bus driver is certainly ruining his game at this point, waving him yeah. onto the bus after he's trying to put the moves uh, on her. I ride the bus for the city and watch the bus drivers <laughs> and make sure they do the correct turns and whatnot. And then, of course, Miss Lippy adds a little bit insult to injury. You forgot your stuff. Thank you very much, Miss Lippy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next, we get to see Eric in his office, and he straight up tells us that he wants to eliminate Billy. Eliminate him. <laughs> While he's teasing a rat in yeah. a cage. Like, jeepers. He's so stereotypically evil. Stereotypically evil, it's comical. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what they were going for. Uh, back at first grade, and uh, much more kindergarten vibe than first grade for me. See. Uh, Billy's doing some fart noises during roll call, which is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Um, next, Billy's having a hard time using the bathroom. Falling away from the urinal. Yeah. Sideburns in the stall just being creepy because he's not on Eric's payroll yet, is he? 
No. No, just being creepy in the boys' room. Just being creepy and not that I'm trying or anyone's trying to see Adam Sandler's pee-pee, but I love how he unzips (laughs) and then falls backwards and his... He's just good. Yeah, he's good. Like, it's good. And he gets up, and he's fine. Like, okay, he's good. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Billy leaves the bathroom, and he runs into Miss Vaughn in the hall. You want some of this milk? That belongs to that classroom. Oh, they don't got to know about it. It could be our milk. No milk will ever be our milk. Oh, that wasn't very nice. How about you, sideburns? You want some of this milk? I'd rather have a beer. <laughs> Sideburns. Rollo. What a name for that guy. Uh, Back in class and Billy is cleaning the erasers. Miss Lippy is smearing that paste all over her face. Oh, right. And it's nap time. It's nap time. Billy's drooling all over the floor. Good job, Billy. So much. At at arts and crafts time, Billy drew a blue duck. It's an excellent blue duck. And congratulations, you've passed the first grade. That's (laughs) quacktastic. That was the the gauge to pass first grade, drawing a blue duck. A blue duck. A blue duck. You've done it. Yep. Not testing whether he can read, write, do simple math. It's a blue duck. Nope. You passed. Well, guess what? It's party time. It's party time. (laughs) Billy throws a massive party at his mansion, inviting his classmates, teachers, and other eccentric characters, like Frank. Yeah. (laughs) You want to feed that donkey some beer and get it messed up? Uh, Maybe later. (laughs) I'll go find a bucket of beer. (laughs) Eric in that three-legged race is hilarious. hilarious. He's just dragging that kid. Come on, kid, get up. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and one potentially dead clown on stilts. Everybody just laughs at just him after laughs. he cracks his head on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get to see Eric Gordon scheming in his office a little bit more. Um, Eric is becoming increasingly threatened by Billy's progress and attempts to sabotage his efforts and take to take over the company. He uses some deceitful met- methods to try and expose Billy. Um, like having sideburns on his payroll. Yeah. Uh, Rollo is mostly useless. Billy likes soda. Miss Lippy has a green car. <laughs> <laughs> Eric now knows that Rollo is an idiot and he's pissed because yeah. Eric is pissed through this whole movie. <laughs> and he knows how dumb Billy is. I, I'm honestly shocked that passing first grade makes him think, like, now, now the whole plan is screwed. <laughs> the shit's like, hitting the fan. First grade, man. Chill out. It's Billy. <laughs> Literally, it's Billy. Come on. You'd think that he would have more confidence, yeah. I guess. but no way first grade would worry him in any way. Mm-hmm. So now we're at the second grade spelling bee. Uh, sometimes when Billy's being a jerk to the kids, I seriously don't get it. Cause he's like an adult man. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's supposed to be immature, but he's an adult man. Yeah. Like, eh, it's kind of weird. Uh, like with the misspelling of the word couch, C O W. No. <laughs> Billy, if you spell this correctly, you pass the second grade <laughs> couch. C O are are you going to the mall later? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> no, I'm not going to the mall. Keep spelling, Mister C O U C H. Correct. I am the smartest man alive. <laughs> oh, Billy, he's past the second grade, and it's party time once again. Um, is he going to, ha- is he going to have a stupid party every time he passes a grade? Yeah, he's going to. Yeah. <laughs> could you work for a guy like Billy? Could be worse. I'm looking at you, Eric. It could be worse. <laughs> yeah. Right, Carl? It could exactly. be you. Third grade, we're finally hitting the meat. The meat of the movie. The meat. 
Uh, Billy is worried the third grade is going to be tough. Man, I'm so nervous. First and second grade were, were easy, but social studies, division, this is going to be tough. And then that kid just gives him the blank stare. The blank stare, <laughs> I love it. And then turns over and says it again. He turns over and says it again. To Ernie. That's a, Ernie. Name, that's a name you don't hear very often anymore. Uh, Miss Vaughn walks in. Jackpot. <laughs> class, let's turn to page 69. <laughs> 69. <laughs> just crickets from the classroom. Crickets. I mean, they're, they're, Nothing. they're eight years old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now Miss Vaughn is forced to address the elephant in the room, Billy Madison. Uh, Billy is a nuisance. He will be gone in two weeks. I apologize for this inconvenience. Jeez, what's up, her butt? <laughs> what was that? I said, reading is good. Can we start the story now? <laughs> Dan, you may begin. Kid's having a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> Kid can't even Kid read. Kid can't even read. Today, Junior. <laughs> Making fun of a little kid who's trying to read. Are you a psycho? Keep your mouth shut for the next two weeks or I will fail you. Do you understand? I see your lips moving, but I was injured in the ear. I'm deaf. <laughs> so Veronica leaves Billy in the hall. Oh, Veronica Vaughn, so hot. Want to touch the hiney. Ow. <laughs> uh, you can't make that joke in a movie anymore. I suppose no. you could still make that joke in a movie as long as the character isn't uh, represented, isn't representing our hero in the story. Yeah, I suppose. that's true. <laughs> uh, back at home and Billy is complaining to Juanita about his hardships uh, with Miss Vaughn. Uh, maybe she's holding you to a higher standard or was there something up her ass? That's what I said. <laughs> Oh, Billy, do you want me to take my shirt off for you? Uh, no, that's okay. <laughs> okay, just so you know, the offer stands. <laughs> uh, we get to go back to school, and uh, Miss Vaughn busts Billy doodling hot chicks in his notebook. Just <laughs> yeah. great. Oh, Veronica. <laughs> uh, Billy Madison, would you like to practice some cursive on the blackboard? How about dugout? And then he, dugout, he does it perfectly. How about bunt? B-U-N-T, bunt, in perfect cursive. Any more brain busters? How about risotto? Can't do them Z's. Can't do those. They're looking like some squiggly R's. Raruto? Raruto? (laughs) It's not a word. Rizzuto's a dude. (laughs) Or it's a guy or whatever he says. She makes Billy look like a fool, just as she planned. Yeah, I would assume that that was her plan, obviously. Uh, would you like to try the word buzz? <laughs> I hate school and I hate all of you. <laughs> and then the next day, Billy's showing his maturity level by trying to fake uh, being sick to, before he goes to school. So yeah. he's working up a sweat, right? Playing right. some basketball, trying to get that temperature up. If you stay home today, you can help me shave my armpits. Oh, my God. I'll go to school. <laughs> Another instance where it looked like he was holding back laughter yeah. delivering that line. Uh, Miss Vaughn is out sick today at school, so Mr. Anderson is filling in. Uh, Josh Mostel, who's uh, Mr. Anderson, the principal, is also an opera singer. Nice. That's interesting. He started out as a boy soprano with the Metropolitan Opera, so that's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, He is an accomplished singer. He was on Broadway in 1989 in a production of the Three Penny Opera. I don't know what that is, but he was in it. But that's pretty cool. (laughs) I wouldn't have uh, been like, that guy looks like he should be on Broadway singing opera. No. So, I mean, he must not have paid the bills because he made his transition to acting. Yeah. Uh, And now it's time for the note. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone starts passing around the note. Excuse me. What's that in your hand? Bring that note up to me. Now let's see what couldn't wait till after class. 
we're so lucky to have Principal Anderson substituting. Now we have the privilege of staring at that tub of lard all day long. If I were him, I would walk my fat ass right into oncoming traffic. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> and that's it. End scene. And the kid that gets in trouble didn't write it. Nah, he shouldn't <laughs> have been in trouble, right? Ooh. <laughs> I love all the ooh-hoo-hoos throughout the movie. It is great. It is really great. Uh, we get a quick visit with Frank and the other dude whose name is Jack. Uh, hey, Billy, I just thought of the funniest thing. Billy? He's in school, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. In this scene, Frank was actually drunk by the pool. That's hilarious. <laughs> Norm MacDonald got completely wasted filming this scene. He claimed that it was to get into character. Nice. Uh, he ended up getting so drunk that he passed out and had to have ice water poured on him to wake him up. <laughs> so there you go. Way to go, dude. Uh, now it's Valentine's Day. Uh, odd, yes, but hilarious. But hilarious that all the girls <laughs> naturally have the crush on the older yes, boy in yes. class. I want you, Billy. P.S. I'm horny. And that's from Principal <laughs> that's from Anderson. Principal Anderson. I saw one thing. Okay. So the timelines in this movie are kind of weird because it's Valentine's Day. That means it's February. Yeah. Is this Southern California? And even in the wintertime in those locations, if you have trees that lose their leaves, they still lose their leaves. Right, right. And it's like a green summer outside. And when Billy gets uh, taken out of the classroom by the ear by Miss Vaughn, there's like cornucopias and pumpkins and like other stuff up on the walls. And I'm like, so it's fall, but now it's February. Hmm. Uh, don't look into it too much yep. <laughs> it just was one of those things after watching the movie four or five times as leading up to the podcast I'm like that doesn't make any sense mm, i can't yeah. not miss that now uh so the next day after their party billy has ernie call miss vaughn to find out if she likes billy and it goes pretty poorly for billy yeah uh ask her if she would ever go out with somebody from class just no, just do it. <laughs> no, just do it. You see, Ernie, grown-ups like to go out with other grown-ups. What about Billy? <laughs> You're more of a grown-up than Billy. I'll give you a grown-up. <laughs> what was that, Ernie? <laughs> Nothing. See you in class tomorrow, Miss Vaughn. You blew it. <laughs> like, what do you mean, Ernie blew it? You blew it, you, you moron. <laughs> you blew it, Billy. Uh, field trip day is next. It's my favorite part of the movie is field trip day, I think. Oh, for sure. Uh, Farley is just unhinged as the bus driver. Unhinged. I uh, love it. So apparently he drank six shots of espresso, espresso, <laughs> excuse me, to prepare for the scene. And then he went out and did it. He would hold his breath until he turned red. Uh, the people, the production staff were legitimately afraid Farley was going to have a heart attack trying to make this six shots of espresso. So that's like, what do you think? It's like... 200 milligrams of caffeine per like 1200 milligrams of caffeine as a lot of caffeine but i suppose when you do a lot of cocaine you can probably do that much caffeine <laughs> r.i.p chris farley uh i dare you to throw the sandwich at the bus driver hey <laughs> i'll turn this damn bus around ruin your little field trip real quick <laughs> uh, billy is trying to score some points with the teacher so he tells the kids not to mess mess it up for him i dare you to touch your boobs that's assault brother <laughs> you double dare me and he does it <laughs> ridiculous ridiculous <laughs> okay. sorry this guy drives like a maniac I double dare you. <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, it's accident, uh, tit. <laughs> he literally <laughs> says tit at yeah, the end. I'm like, tit. Okay, that's funny. 
Uh, the bus driver then angrily eats his banana and chucks the peel out the window. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> they get to the farm. That old lady kills me every time. Yeah. <laughs> what is a horseshoe? Are there horse socks? Is anybody listening to me? <laughs> no, nobody's listening to you. Uh, Billy does apologize to Miss Vaughn, though. You have to admit, I've been trying to be good lately. Well, you're not the first guy to try to grab my chest. That's weird. That's weird. She's okay with it. She's okay with it. And she's a, she's referring to students, right? <laughs> I would assume so. Or maybe I mean, just her after or bar party like, life. Yeah, I don't know. In, in general, I just have guys <laughs> reach for my breasts all the time. People so try to grab my chest okay. all the time. It's no big deal. Miss <laughs> uh, Vaughn tells Billy that she's trying not to hold him to a higher standard than the other kids. But maybe I should. What are you, 50? <laughs> 50? She's clearly older than him still. Clearly older than him. <laughs> 50. Uh, anyways, he'll move on to a new teacher in two weeks, and he can Billy can annoy them instead. But Billy wants to annoy Miss Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, no, all the kids' lunches are missing. Who would steal 30 bag lunches? It was Chris Farley, the <laughs> bus driver, and Frank, and the other dude. Yeah, and they were presumably stoned out of their heads, I'm guessing, with I, all the giggling, right? I'm guessing. <laughs> and eating, like, multiple sandwiches at the same time. <laughs> Who would ever do that? And how did no one just check the other side of the bus? I mean, they're, <laughs> exactly. They're sitting cross-legged eating 30 packs of lunches. Okay. <laughs> and then Miss Mon's like, well, I guess that ends the field trip. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Load them up. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with Arnie? Oh, you forgot the old lady's Ernie. awesome line. Oh, though. yes. I'll tell you who took him. That damn Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yes, the, that ends the field trip. And uh, uh, what's wrong with Ernie? Hey, Goo! hey buddy, what's going on? <laughs> Goo! Ah, <laughs> uh, Billy to the rescue, though. You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> that was the grossest thing I've heard in my life. <laughs> Uh, we get to go back to the bus now, and the bus driver is definitely being a perv. A super perv. That Veronica Vaughn is one hot piece of age. I know from experience, dude, if you know what I mean. No, you don't. Well, not me personally, but a guy I know. Him and her got it on. No, they didn't. No, 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 they didn't. <laughs> but you could imagine what it'd be like if they did, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Everybody on. Good, great, grand, wonderful. No yelling on the bus. I love that so much. <laughs> I will laugh for the rest of my life with that. <laughs> no yelling on the bus. <laughs> so that was actually the second time that he's used that like line in a movie before. Oh, really? So it was already in Airheads, apparently, because oh, nice. he plays that police. He plays a cop in it in Airheads doing security, and he gets sent to find the lead singer's girlfriend at a rock bar, and she's described as a blonde wearing something tight and black, the same as almost every other b- person in the bar. And so Farley then uses the line, good, great, grand, wonderful, but it's far more famous than Billy Madison, isn't sure. it? Sure. Yeah, so he uses it again. Uh, back at Billy Madison's house, singing together now. Billy passed the third grade. Oh, what a glorious day. Bill oh, passing third grade. The Billy Madison way. <laughs> I love that. Uh, the other dude, Jack, hosing down that kid. Stop it, mister. I don't even know you. <laughs> Just hosing yeah, that well, kid. Mystery. <laughs> 
but Veronica, she came to the party, and so did the mucus queen. So did the mucus queen. <laughs> mucus queen's all yours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, Veronica delivers on those snack packs, though, so she's into Billy, obviously. 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 Uh, Carl and Eric exchange a little bit of dialogue. Eric still thinks Billy's going to fail, uh, and he chokes on the hot dog, which is hilarious because he's like constantly stuffing his face in a lot of scenes and yeah. just jamming food down his throat. He's all about that free food. That's he right. is. That would make sense, right? Like, he would totally take advantage of as much free food as he possibly could. Yeah. And then he just says, uh, who will help me destroy Billy Madison? Ooh! It's Principal Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Billy shows off his new digs, the tent, to Veronica. Um, he's showing that he's serious about being a student. Uh, porno potty included. <laughs> <laughs> that came with the tent. <laughs> Uh, things are getting pretty saucy now with Veronica and Billy. Um, you have the teacher alone in your tent. Uh, what are you going to do? Billy can think of three things. <laughs> Ice cubes in a nine iron. Uh, buffalo lived or stuff, preferably stuff for safety's sake. <laughs> um, then the third one is we bring back some of those ice cubes and switch over to a pitching wedge. I don't even know what those things mean. I don't either. <laughs> Funny enough, I guess. Funny enough. Enter Carl. Hey, Carl. Good to see you. <laughs> because they were about to lock lips. Yes, right they were about Carl to make in. out. Uh, Carl gives Billy a heads up on Eric being a douche. He even did that little weasel laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the heads up, Carl. You're a true friend. And now it's time for a montage. Time for a montage. <laughs> Billy's progressing through the grades. Eric made that whole interactive grade chart. That's some yeah. real hate. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> some real hate he took the time to like be at home and make this chart yeah. <laughs> i love how he gradually gradually mutilates billy's picture yep. poking the eyes out it looked like he took a bite out of it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Jeepers. uh we get that uh, little bit of a lice bit which is hilarious uh did you ever have a lice breakout in school when no. you were a kid um we did i'm trying to remember we did yeah for sure i remember having to go to the nurse and all the kids getting checked and stuff and one time my daughter brought lice home from daycare but luckily we were able to contain it to just her so that was great because i don't want to have lice but i find it weird that the nurse uses the same comb for all the kids <laughs> so, yeah. checking for lice okay yeah that is true she probably shouldn't be using the same comb yeah by the end of the montage, Billy has made it into the seventh grade. So that's a uh, fast forward on a few grades there. Yep. Some tent time and Billy is getting frisky with that picture in, <laughs> during, during his study time. I don't know what he gets out of making out with the photo frame, but I'll laugh at it. I'll laugh at it. Lauren was dying that he's grabbing imaginary boobs. He's, he's really into it. Uh, lunch the next day with the third graders, and uh, Billy is going to be in ninth grade next week. So eighth grade, then seventh and eighth grade, we don't even get to see what's don't up even with get those. To see it. Who cares? Nobody cares. Have some more sloppy joes. <laughs> I made them extra sloppy for yous. I know yous kids like them sloppy. Lady, you're scaring us. <laughs> for those of you that know, don't know, that's a reference to an Adam Sandler song about a lunch lady. Uh, it's a, He sings a song about her who gets into a fight with her food, literally, and then Sloppy Joe comes to her rescue. So, and the lunch lady is played by Chris Farley. Yes, it's hilarious. <laughs> YouTubes, hit the YouTubes yeah, and find that YouTubes. live performance of it because it's absolutely hilarious. We're having another grad party for Billy now. It's on to the ninth grade. 
Um, Anderson gets capsized by some jet skis, which the second one that goes by him looks like it literally almost hit him in yeah. the movie, like going over his head. And I know they're rich, but they would never have jet skis in this tiny little pool. No. That's, I mean, that's just beyond over the top. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, Eric, giving Eric the chance to... So Anderson gets capsized, so he's going to go find a bathroom. And this is giving Eric a chance to corner him and set him up for his blackmail scheme. I have the August 1983 issue of Wrestling World here. There's a terrific article about a wrestler named The Revolting Blob. Well, Anderson was the blob, and he yeah. killed the dude. He killed the dude. <laughs> then became principal to go into hiding. Correct. <laughs> killed the dude. Now he's a principal. Now he's a principal. <laughs> Madison Hotel's good as mine. <laughs> Just so stero- stereotypically evil and villainous from him. I love it. Yeah. Um, Billy enters high school, and he is definitely not as cool as he thinks he is. Mario mm, Speedwagon yeah. shirts, not speaking to those 1995 grunge kids. Nope, it is not. <laughs> and, of course, the stroke, comically being played for ridiculousness. Just for abso- ridiculousness. I love it, absolutely love it. Uh, we move on to science class with Robert Smigel. Um, he tr- Billy's trying to be the class clown. Chlorophyll, more like Borophyll. Crickets. No, nobody laughs. Crickets. <laughs> and then that poor girl next to him, right? Yeah. She calls him a loser, and Billy goes on the attack. No, I will not make out with you. Did you hear that? This guy's up here talking about God knows what, and this girl wants to make out with me in class. <laughs> Yikes, poor lady. <laughs> which she's at the end, and uh, Jack tries to make out with her at the end of the movie. It's the same girl, which is yeah. weird. Come De- on, Jack. Definitely weird. <laughs> and lunchtime, and we meet the next O'Doyle and Billy gets some pudding on his head. Yeah. O'Doyle rules. <laughs> uh, Billy gets to meet his new friends, the previous losers that Billy stole the attention of the bullies from. So they're feeling pretty good about this whole yeah. situation. Are you in loser denial? <laughs> Billy <laughs> kind of is in loser denial. He definitely is. So feeling depressed, uh, Billy decides to leave and go visit his third grade bully buddies. Uh, they are all very excited to see Billy, obviously, because they love him. Billy tells them that high school's great because lying at this point is the best thing that he can do for these poor kids. Yeah. And that's the best thing he can do. I can't wait till I go to high school. <laughs> Don't you say that. Stay here. Stay here as long as you can. That's for, Sh- for sure one of my favorite parts, just shaking this chonky little kid's face. Oh, man. You can just hear. <laughs> you just hear the <laughs> face shaking. Oh, man. But Billy goes out to the hallway with Veronica and gets a little consoling from him. (laughs) Suck it up. Eight more weeks and you're set. (laughs) Suck it up, dude. Suck it up, dude. (laughs) It doesn't feel so great to be called a loser, does it? No, Billy, it doesn't. And it took this for him to realize, (laughs) you know, not him being a jerk to little kids on his way to ninth grade again. No, no. It took this for him to realize. (laughs) It took this. Maybe the first time you went to high school, you weren't as nice to kids you thought were losers. Yeah, maybe, Billy. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, So, time to make some amends with probably the kid he picked on the most the first time around in high school. Yeah. Danny McGrath. Uh, Billy apologizes and gets removed from the kill list. (laughs) I think Billy's going to be glad he called that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Then some lipstick and Danny leans back for some reflection time. (laughs) And this is Steve Buscemi. Yes. So it's just amazing. Yes, it's just amazing. Uh, So when Buscemi crosses Billy's name off the kill list hanging on the wall, the rest of the names were actually crew members on the film. Oh, nice. Uh, Billy Madison is also the original Sandler and Buscemi team up movie. Uh, Technically, they work together on 
Airheads, but it wasn't a Sandler project. Oh, okay, sure. And despite many memorable parts in other movies that Buscemi had, let alone other Sandler movies like The Wedding Singer and uh, stuff like that, uh, Mr. Buscemi, Deeds. Yeah, Mr. Deeds. Buscemi says that Billy Madison is his favorite Sandler film role. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I like that. We get a quick flash of that banana peel foreshadowing once again. There it is, still on the road. And it looked like so it looked like that car was gonna hit that banana peel and then like moved out of the way of it. Yep, and yep. went around it as if it's known in this universe that if you run over a banana peel, you're going off the you're road. You're going off the road. It's <laughs> straight Mario Kart style in ninety five. Uh this just in on the news. Principal Anderson accuses Billy of paying him off. Next on News 9, a shocking story of power and corruption involving a hotel tycoon. How his 27-year-old millionaire son cheated his way through elementary school. No, no, maybe it's someone else. (laughs) That's such a great one-off line. And they all just stare at the screen like, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. While the shit does hit the fan and Billy's dad is pretty pissed about this. He does not believe Billy at all. He thinks Billy paid him off. Uh, the deal's off. Eric's got the company. Wow. Good news for me. <laughs> uh, Billy uh, has given up and he's hitting the booze again. He's back on the booze. <laughs> uh, we get a drunken visit to Miss Veronica Vaughn. You're looking hot tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the conversation doesn't go very well and uh veronica doesn't really like to see billy like this and then billy spots the penguin behind her oh i see what's going on here so sorry to interrupt proceed <laughs> billy you've lost your mind <laughs> uh boys night out instead i guess for billy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next day, uh, it's Veronica to the rescue at Billy's house with a stiff kick to the ribs. Huge <laughs> stiff kick to the ribs. Very, very stiff kick to the ribs. Like uh, I'd see Billy being the next to me. Like I don't, I don't think I can get out of bed. And she's wearing <laughs> boots. Like I don't know what they're called. And my dad always called them shit kickers when I was growing up. And li- literally, that's what she uses to hit him in the ribs. What she us- literally does. <laughs> Uh, she tells uh, Billy that uh, she needs to talk to him, or really, I want to fight you in the pool. I guess let's fight yeah. in the pool. <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> Billy and his girlfriend are playing water polo or something. Hey, maybe they're playing Marco Polo. <laughs> Marco Polo. <laughs> that was a great game. Oh, Veronica wants to know what's going on with Billy. Why don't you just go back to school, graduate, and get the company? He doesn't want it anymore. And she believes in Billy. And she believes Billy's story. And she believes in Billy. So don't be a lump of crap floating through life like Frank and Jack. Uh, (laughs) You say you're not a loser, Billy Madison. So win. She's just inspirational all over the place for Billy. (laughs) Oh, and then the Yes, I Will Go Back to School musical number. We will not sing this one for you. We won't sing this one. I kind of was expecting the King of Swamp Castle to, co- castle to come out, like in Monty Python, and be yeah. like, whoa, 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 that's not happening. <laughs> well, that's not happening. That would have been a funny bit for them to do in this, but I'll take the song either way, because it was pretty funny. Um, everyone comes together to help Billy, and Veronica sings about her rack. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, Clown Dude isn't dead anymore. I bet you thought that <laughs> I was dead. Nope, just laying there for like three weeks, apparently. A hemorrhage in my head. <laughs> Do you have any more gum? gum any more gum, gum? More gum? <laughs> I don't. Do you have any more gum? I don't get that ending of this. Uh, this <laughs> just, is the weirdest ending. I love it. It's just such a non uh, sequitur. It's just great. Um, 
Billy's uh, third grade classmates, they pay a visit to Mr. Anderson because they know that he did them. He did Billy dirty. Um, Mr. Anderson answers the door in his blob mask. So if he's trying to hide from maybe don't go to the door with the blob mask. Maybe don't do that. Uh, They are able to get him to come clean. And so he does. Um, Eric is pretty pissed about it. Uh, he throws the remote at the TV left-handed and looks like a fool. It's yep. hilarious. Yep. And then he hits his secretary and knocks her out, puts her in a coma. <laughs> he just looks so funny throwing it left-handed. I, it just makes him look like such yep. a weakling. It's hilarious to me. Uh, now it's time for Billy to challenge Eric to the academic showdown. You and me, mano e mano. What does that mean? <laughs> Carl's like, I don't know. Carl, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> academic decathlon yes no lawyers let's get this settled uh, eric does agree uh, and billy plants a kiss on him i know it was you you broke my heart <laughs> <laughs> oh billy goes back to high school now and he's getting a little bit of help from his high school friends getting some calculus textbooks and all that stuff but he's got some shit in his locker yeah literally <laughs> o'doyle rules O'Doyle, I got the <laughs> feeling your whole family's going down. <laughs> Ooh, banana peel. Banana peel. Uh, some strip studying time starts off pretty good, starts right? Starts off pretty good. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Uh, but it goes downhill fairly quickly. Don't put your clothes back on. <laughs> Please, Please don't do <laughs> God, give me the answer. <laughs> uh, Billy continues cramming for his uh, decathlon, foreign languages, his um, French-speaking uh, gardener, uh, what do you want to call lawn? Yeah. What do you, what do you call those? Not a gardener, you call him a, you call uh, not a housemaid, you call him a house, uh, um, not a yard dude, yeah. you call him a <laughs> yards keeper, yard keeper. Like sure, that. he just uh, just starts rattling off some. He French. knows French, yeah, he knows French, and uh, Billy asks him to slow down. Dude does not slow down, and says at the exact <laughs> same speed. Billy's just like, oh. <laughs> Needlepoint? Sure. sure. I never learned needlepoint in high school, but sure. Uh, more strip studying? That is correct. correct. Uh, hilarious. 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 Why in the world would he be there? Why, <laughs> why, why, why wouldn't it be like he's putting clothes back on or something when he gets it right, but instead he is also taking layers of clothes off for all these answers? Any way you look at it, hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Yeah, I, me too. Me too. Uh, finally, though, it's time. Um, I love the judge of the decathlon. I'm just going to read this verbatim now. Thanks to a generous donation by Mr. Madison to the Nib High School Library, I've been able to arrange for 10 different teachers to administer this academic decathlon in various courses of study. However, if there is any attempt by either contestant to cheat, especially with my wife, who is a dirty, dirty tramp, I'm just going to snap. Do I make myself clear? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> that is so funny. I am just going to snap. <laughs> the way he says it. All right, then. Let the academic decathlon begin. <laughs> First round is some math. Uh, Billy just basically concedes this round and yeah. writes Eric drinks his own pee on the board, which I hope he got a point for because that's hilarious. I hope so. Baking, Eric's pie, and then Eric's pie, and then Eric is completely engulfed in flames. <laughs> but he's good. He's good. <laughs> point to Billy. Yep. <laughs> Next is the foot race. Billy loses. Uh, Eric was second team All-American, Harvard track. <laughs> so Billy pushes Eric over the bench. Oh, gross. Did you see that guy's balls? Yeah. They were weird looking. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know who thought of writing that joke. It's yeah. such a genius joke. Yeah. Did you see that guy's balls? Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, next is back in that chemistry cr- class with Robert Smigel. Uh, Billy made a boot by using science, so he wins. It's so just his own foot. It's his own And boot. some of the teachers like writing it down, like, whoa. He made a boot. He made a boot. <laughs> Uh, next is music. Uh, Eric can, can play the violin. To me, it looked like he was actually playing the I, violin. I agree. I mean, I don't I know. Didn't... Maybe that's easier to line up than it seems to the naked eye, but it certainly looks like he knows how to play violin. Which is very cool. And he's probably cool. like, I can play the violin. I'm going to literally do this. I wish, I hope the way that plays out in my mind is this was all written. They get to this part where they want to do a music bit, and he's like, I can actually play the violin. Yeah. And then he does it on screen. I bet you that's, I, that's, pretty cool to me yeah i think that's sweet because adam sandler is musically talented yeah so he did the opposite he's like even though i can play i'm mm-hmm. gonna screech into this clarinet mm-hmm. so yeah they definitely played that to eric's benefit which is funny too that clarinet because there was a clarinet in his tent that oh, obviously yeah. he never practiced Clear, clearly never practiced. <laughs> i mean he put it into his mouth incorrectly yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then acting, and of course, it's Billy by a mile. By a mile, <laughs> even though it probably shouldn't be. What but a I... tremors! <laughs> I love how that teacher comes running up on the stage, yeah. just like clapping directly into yeah. his face. He's so like, moved. This is by amazing. <laughs> oh, finally, the O'Doyles in their car. Hey, hey, hey! Who rules? O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. Goodbye, O'Doyles. Goodbye. <laughs> Finally paid off that banana peel. <laughs> uh, so the whole O'Doyle rules thing was never in the script, original script. Isn't that crazy that that wasn't in the original yeah. script at all? Uh, Universal had hired writers to come in and tweak the script before they made the movie. And so Sandler, when he was shooting the movie, would just simply revert back to what he originally had written, making it nearly impossible for any rewrites to get into the, into the movie. Uh, but... He liked the O'Doyle rules bit, so they kept that. So if it wasn't for some random universal writer putting that in there, we would have never had one of the more memorable things from this movie. The one continuous plot line going through it. And that's a kind of a mark of a good comedy. A lot of comedies have that where it's like the one thing that goes all the way through the movie. Yeah. That's it's a cool thing and I I appreciated it. Uh, we're back at school now, and it's time for the question and answer portion of the decathlon, the final event. Uh, Billy is winning by one point. Yay, Billy. Uh, there's some very interesting categories on that board, <laughs> like English literature, U.S. presidents, my wife, the tramp, <laughs> <laughs> burning dog poo and the human response. And Billy just like <laughs> praying <laughs> that he gets <laughs> that somewhere. <laughs> uh, and reflections of society in literature. There was another, I wish I could remember it now off the top of my head, but there was another category that was making fun of his wife. Like, so oh, yeah. I married a tramp. That's yep. what it was. Yeah. So you married a tramp. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, reflections of society in literature is Eric's choice because he's trying to eliminate Billy. Yeah. Uh, Billy was hoping for burning dog poo in the human response. <laughs> uh, Mr. Madison, the Industrial Revolution changed the face of the modern novel forever. Discuss, citing specific examples. I would have really loved to hear the whole... I know they didn't write a whole response. It's just the yeah. beginning and the end of a speech. But I wish I could have whole, heard the whole thing that would have been uh, five or ten minutes of him talking out of his ass. Yeah. You know? I think that would have been a pretty funny bit at some point to see. I'll have to just do my own fan fiction and write it out yeah. sometime, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the response from the judge, though, is absolutely incredible. Mr. Madison... What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things that I have ever heard. At no point 
in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine. <laughs> uh, so no point for Billy, so it's in jeopardy now. Who's going to win the decathlon? Uh, it's Billy's turn to pick the topic, though, and he chooses business ethics because he has no ethics. Eric has no ethics to speak of. Yeah. So he pulls a gun. Pulls a gun out. <laughs> Pull a gun out. Take it easy, psycho. You blew it. You lose. <laughs> uh, Mr. Anderson, to the rescue, knocks down Eric in his full blob regalia. So if he's worried about getting busted for murdering somebody... He better be really worried now. Yeah, he, he'd rather <laughs> teach the kids again. So. But it doesn't take out Eric completely. But again, Danny to the rescue. Yep. <laughs> and he shoots Eric before Eric can shoot Veronica. Man, I'm glad I called that guy. <laughs> Did you like how uh, Veronica is helping up uh, Max Anderson? And it's like, are you all right? Yeah. And then she like immediately leaves him to go over to Billy. And he's like, well, I guess I'm a little tired, yeah. a little hungry, could be maybe a little thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to himself, basically. Ah, <laughs> uh, but thanks to uh, Eric being a complete douche, uh, Billy graduates because he won by one point. Because I guess you can't pull a gun at an academic decathlon. I guess not. <laughs> Oh, school was tough for Billy, so back off. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo for school. Yahoo for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Billy, he decides that the hotel biz isn't for him, and he gives the company to Carl. And I absolutely love that. And yes. Carl, like you said, is one of the best characters yes. in the movie. But he's got to be as close to his dad's age as possible. Right? Yeah, at the most, there'd be like a 10-year age difference. At, at the, the most. most. So maybe yeah. in 10 years, Billy will take it over. Take but it still, over. I guess. That buys some time, you know. At the most. At the most. And then they see you see Eric in the audience. Why in the hell would he walk his crutch ass up there and sit down to witness this? Why wasn't he arrested for pulling a gun at a school? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, oh, you're fine. You can still be a part of the company. It's fine. Yeah. I, I know you tried to shoot people that uh, I love, Brian Madison would say, but you can still be here. Yeah, you can still be part of the company. Fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Billy is going to go to college and he's going to become a teacher. He's been really inspired by these children, it seems. And he says, I'm out of here. Max, what can I say, buddy? You saved my life. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. I'm so proud of you. I'm still horny. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I hate that part. Well, it's too, too, too much. I, do I mean, too. the card is funny with yes, the Valentine, yes. but this is just beyond weird. You're in front of all these people. And, and and then he hunts him, and then he, he just walks over, and no one even like bats an eyelash. It's like, okay, I guess. But this is where all the making out begins at the end of the movie. Which is amazing. It is. Veronica and Billy, obviously. Frank and the lunch lady. Nice. Miss Lippy and the clown. Yeah. The mucus queen and the teens. Yeah. <laughs> that's, eh, that's a little iffy. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, Jack tries to make out with that high school girl. She from ain't the, having no, it. No, she ain't having it. Uh, Juanita and Danny is the best one. Yeah. <laughs> and then the bus driver and the penguin. Which is rough it's, it's funny it's though it's very I mean, rough when he's when he's getting a handy by the penguin <laughs> i just can't help but die laughing and then the penguin starts to touch his nipples right at the end yep. too. Uh. <laughs> it took me a long time to put together that that's what was actually happening yeah. i was like oh that's what's oh, actually oh, happening oh. <laughs> 
Uh, roll credit. Quick question for you. How does anyone at Billy's school still have a job? Uh, anyone. That's, <laughs> that's pretty true. I don't know. Maybe Brian Madison paid to keep it open or something. Maybe. That brings me to the next point. How is any of this legal? Any of it, right? Yeah, I mean, none of it, obviously. None of it. It's there's a movie. No, there's no way any anybody could just no. pay to make something like this happen. No. Especially the- when you're fortune is worth 24 million exactly in the first 10 minutes of the movie brian says i paid paid your way through school right yeah <laughs> it's called bribery it's called bribery. It's called bribery uh so that wraps up billy madison trav what did you think i mean obviously i love the movie this yeah. was certainly not a new homework assignment no. for you or i but if anyone hasn't seen this you're welcome yeah, you're welcome, because it's a comedic classic. It's it, a 90s it's comedic so classic. I'm honestly surprised that there were so many bad reviews for it. Right. right. I guess it was kind of at the start of his crazy characters. It was. Like right after Saturday Night Live, but it's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it is hilarious. If you can get past the first five, ten minutes where he's just like ridiculous, like you said, a little cringy. It's just great. There's too many good actors and actresses in the movie. It's know? it's true. Um, to speak on that point a little bit more, the first five to ten minutes, when I popped the movie in for the first time for me and Kristen, and we watched through that first ten minutes, I literally said, Kristen, I don't know if this movie holds up. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I don't know. But then it got moving, and then yeah. you get past that stuff. But Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I really love the movie, too, and I can't wait to do some more of these SNL mid-90s comedies. Yeah. Foreshadowing. <laughs> and uh, Bridget Wilson will make a return in 2024 on this podcast. Yeah. We'll, we'll wait for you to hear what movie it is. <laughs> Uh, Trav, is there anything else that you would like to talk about with Billy Madison? Mm, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, why don't we move on over to that homework assignment then? Let's do it. Our yeah. homework assignment for next episode is Tommy Boy from 1995, um, originally titled Billy the Third, a Midwestern. Interestingly enough, yeah. in pre-production at the same time as Billy Madison. Nice. Uh, so the production of Tommy Boy went into a tailspin and spent months coming up with what eventually it was named Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. So they had to, they, because Lauren Michaels was producing basically both movies, they're like, we're going to release this movie also called Billy Madison. You cannot have another movie with Billy in the title. So nice. you have to figure something else out. Uh, this movie was directed by Peter Seagal, Siegel, written by Bonnie Turner and Terry Turner. Produced by Lauren Michaels, starring Chris Farley as Thomas Tommy Callahan III, David Spade as Richard Hayden, Bo Derrick as Beverly Burns Barish, Tommy's stepmother, uh, Julie Warner as Michelle Brock, a high school classmate of Tommy, who later becomes his love interest, Dan Aykroyd as Ray Zolinski, uh, <laughs> Brian Dennehy as uh, Big Tom Callahan Jr. as Tommy's father, Uh, Sean McCann as Frank Rittenhauser, the vice president of Callahan Auto, and Rob Lowe as Paul Barish, Tommy's older stepbrother. And Rob Lowe's uh, acting is uncredited in this movie. I'll tell you more about that next episode. There we go. Uh, Cinematography, for those who care, is Victor J. Kemper, edited by William Kerr, music by David Newman, distributed by Paramount Pictures. It was released March 31st, 1995, had a budget of $20 million, a box office of $32.7 million, and that is $65.09 million in 2023. Compared to Billy Madison's box office... 
a $26.4 million budget, or excuse me, box office, and $52.5 million in 2023. So, Tommy Boy was a bit more successful. Yes, it was. You can find Tommy Boy on Max or in your collection. Because a lot of people should have it, because it's a great movie. It's a great movie. I didn't have it, so I had to buy it on Amazon, but it's only like three, it was on sale for like yeah. 350 or something. Super cheap. Super, Super cheap. cheap. Trav? Hit me with that outro. Let's get to some emails. So the first one is not an email, but my dad I've been hanging out with recently, and I, had, I brought up, have you ever seen Running Man before? And he had seen it, which was awesome. And I told him, oh, yeah, my buddy that does the podcast, a.k.a. Drew, has an amazing Arnold Schwarzenegger impression, so we tried to get to one sooner than later, and uh, he said that we should do True Lies. Oh, good call. And I said, I've never seen that, so that's perfect, right to the premise of the movie. Yeah. Or premise of the podcast here, so True Lies. uh, And we were talking about twins at some point. Mm -hmm. We got to do, there's plenty that we're going to do, but uh, I haven't seen either of those, so for sure, True Lies at some point coming up for my dad. And then he also said which I've seen the original and read the screenplay, but the remake of 12 Angry Men is from 1997, and that's got Tony Danza and stuff in it, and he just saw that for the first time recently and loved it, and I said, well, it sounds like it's basically the exact same as the first one, but it's such a good movie that I'm very well down to put that in there in the rotation. Yeah, absolutely. So Dad's movie requests are True Lies and 12 Angry Men. Uh, so to the next actual emailers from RetroGamer99 wants to know, what video game are you most excited for its release, like current time right now? Oh boy, current time video game release. Man, oh man. Starfield, if that ever gets released, I'm excited to try to play that on something eventually. They've been talking about that one for years now. It's that massively open world uh, space one. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's been pushed back many, many years. Starfield is one that I'm... Want to, want to play. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that's coming out that I'm super pumped for. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. How about you, Travis? So I got the next Spider-Man that's coming ah, out, yeah. which is going to be amazing. The first one is awesome. And then, even though they're redoing the story again, I'm pretty excited for the Mortal Kombat remake. Mm, mm-hmm, they're starting mm-hmm. back over at MK1 Fun. and redoing the story, and it, it looks freaking amazing, even though fighting games get a little old after a while. Yeah. But it does look awesome, so I'm pumped for that. Uh, next one is from the well, same... before we move on, oh, that, that so. made me think of the Metal Gear Solid trilogy Ooh, that's being yeah. remade, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Definitely. Sorry. Uh, so the next one is, same person, second email, wants to know, what game release do you remember being most excited for as a kid? Mm, so, not as a kid necessarily, but like early 2000s, I remember standing in line for a Wii, like that was oh, a really sure. big deal, just for the console in general. Same. Um, all those COD uh, uh, lineups and stuff, I was never really a big uh, Call of Duty player, but all those people, they were really super pumped for all that stuff all the time. Um, I remember being really pumped for like when the Metal Gear Solid games were coming out after that, I remember when they were coming out, that was, uh, it was always like... When we were kids, you'd have to read this stuff in trade trade magazines. You'd have to talk to people at game shops and yeah. stuff. So a lot of times with me growing up, it was just like, I'm going to the game. I'm going to GameStop. Or I'm going to Target, and I'm going to find something that looks appealing to me. Right, you know? right. It wasn't necessarily a lot of me like, oh, this game's coming out in a month, you know, like it is there now. It wasn't like super hard advertising no. for video games like that. No, it like. wasn't, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, same, I waited out overnight for a Wii, so yep. I definitely remember that. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, 
I remember waiting out for Gears of War, and I was never a Halo person, but my buddies got me into Halo 3, so we waited out overnight for that. Nice. Uh, but thinking of when I was an actual kid kid, I do remember being super excited for Mario Party 3 on oh, N64, because yeah, sure. 2 was like one of the best games of all time, so I remember getting 3, and even though it's meant to play with other people, I probably played it for like 48 hours straight by myself before anyone else played so that made me think of uh, seventh grade when everybody was getting super pumped for uh, Mario Kart on the 64. Oh, yeah. So I think that would probably qualify for one that I was looking forward to play. For I didn't sure. have a 64 growing up, but I mem- I had friends that did, and I remember being like, oh, man, let's go play Here some Mario go. Kart. It's coming out soon. Let's Time play some, some Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, so that wraps up the emails, but I got my question for Drew here yeah. is, what movie or TV show are you most itching to rewatch that we've covered? That we've covered? Movie or TV show that we've covered? I want to watch Top Gun again because I want to watch Maverick again, and uh, I want to watch them like back-to-back, agreed. basically. I think that might be the top one that I'm looking forward to rewatch the most, but... Running Man, honestly, it was all I could do not to put it in today. And I was like, <laughs> I want to watch Running Man again, but I still need to work on Billy Madison right, a little right. bit. So I don't have time to watch Running Man. But uh, Dragon Ball Z is going to be hard for me to stop watching. Definitely. I've already watched probably six or seven more episodes. So We'll definitely be ahead of time with our yeah, preparation for that. I think so. I think so. But uh, pretty much anything in our catalog. Like Nightmare Before Christmas, next year on Christmas, and we're going to introduce that one to Evie because she's going to be old enough for it. She's not a four-year-old anymore. You Nice. We're going to introduce that one. Home Alone. Always looking forward to watching Home Alone. Um, Home Alone 2 for the first time in my life. I'm looking forward to watching. So, I mean, all types of these movies. I can't wait to just have them in the rotation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Starship Troopers. I was just thinking about that movie like a week ago. And I'm like, I should watch that one again. I know exactly why. Because there was a meme on one of the subreddits where... It was criticizing where we work and people saying, I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. So nice. Yeah. So it, there's a few there that I can't wait to get back there's to. There's a lot of damn good options. Yeah. Obviously. Really? I mean, I wrote down Top Gun because I'm always ready to watch that again. And I still haven't since we did the actual assignment. But I've been seeing things online that have, I mean, pictures from the movie. And it's making me want to watch Never Ending Story. Again. Ooh. Just such a good movie. It is it's, really good. I just love the. I can't say nostalgia because I didn't watch it as a kid, but I just love the place that puts you in mentally when you watch it. I don't know. Even though it wasn't something from your youth, it still puts you in that nostalgic place just by the look and feel of the movie. Yeah. That's good. Such a good movie. It is. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening. As always, people, make sure you email us at overduehomeworkpodcasts at gmail.com. These next two episodes, Tommy Boy and the one after, are emailer suggestions. So as a reminder to everybody... You are making the show. We certainly have some things planned quite far out, but we will sub anything out mm-hmm. for people sending us in some emails. So email us at overduehomeworkpodcast at gmail.com. Give us some suggestions. Prove the email works. Something. <laughs> uh, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at overduehomeworkpodcast. We try to put out weekly posts on there, updates, let you know what's coming up. And as always, make sure you tune in to the next exciting episode of the Overdue Homework Podcast. Overdue Homework Podcast.